Welcome to the Candid Athletic Training Podcast. It's Kevin and Chad coming at you. That was strong. Strong intro by Kevin, as always. I was trying to channel, like, I don't know. What if we were it was kind of like WWE a, wrestlers? Uh, I, I was thinking more like Sunday, 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 Monster oh, sure. Trucks. Monster Trucks. Same, same crowd. Same yeah. fan base. <laughs> Um, which is everybody because who doesn't like a monster truck and who does not like wrestling? Good morning to all of our good morning live listeners. Where are you? I'm with Nate. He must be in the southern hemisphere. Where the heck is he? Where the heck are you, Nate? He's in the dirty south. Um, it's the Canton Athletic Training Podcast. Number 243. If you thought you were tuning into something else, just hang tight. You're going to enjoy yourself. We do have a We're fun have show. A we have a fun give show. It, give us a shot. We're right. hoping to have a special guest on. Yeah. So before that special guest jumps yep. on, may or may <laughs> not <laughs> jump on. We'll see. We'll see. The offer stands. But let's just thank our, our sponsors here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Let's thank Healthy Roster, the official sponsor of Kin Athletic Training. Uh, check them out at HealthyRoster.com. I went through that really fast because, because. our guest is here, and we're going to join. We're going to be joined. Hello, Hello, sir. Hello, Ed. Oh, oh hold turn on. Turn your volume on, Chad. Listen, are you there? Can, can you hear us? You might be muted. We see you. I see you. I see you. Oh, good. Can you, oh, there he can is. you hear me? He's there. We're good. Hi. We're live. Hi. You're on. Let's. Well, Ed, you're on, man. Why don't you Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us where, where you're from and who you are. Uh, so I'm Ed Lacara. I'm uh, from. I live in Dallas, Texas. Originally from San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, I own a regenerative medicine and wellness clinic called Body Lounge Park Cities, where I do a lot of rehab and um, other things like IVs and hormone optimization. Lots of blood work. Aesthetics. Um, we're about to move into a new clinic and have hyperbaric and mm. ARX, blood flow restriction, VASPR, uh, DEXA scanner. Um, a lot of badass shit, actually. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you said it eloquently. So, badass shit. First and foremost, Ed is our yeah. Smart Tools Plus go to. He's been on the show before. Yeah. Uh, Smart Tools, obviously one of our sponsors. Check them out, smarttoolsplus.com. 10% off using the code CANDID10 uh, on anything you want. And we're super excited. We had Ed on a couple months ago. He did a continuing education course for us. It must be hot down in Texas. He's doing something. Whew. Getting he's, something. Get, yeah. he's getting limbered up for this yeah. show. I think he's bringing it he strong is. tonight. Yeah, that's like, right. That's we right. right. <laughs> Are we getting a show or what? So we, right. we asked Ed to come on. Uh, they've got version 4.0, which has been out for a little while now. And Kevin's got it right here in front of us. And we wanted to just talk shop with Ed because every time he's come on, it's been really fun. Um, we like to say nerd out, uh, and talk about kind of what's, what's the latest and greatest in the smart tools, uh, world and specifically with these new cuffs. So let's nerd out. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. So Kevin's, you've had yours for a while. You were, Kevin had to be Kevin pre-ordered. I did pre-order. So Kevin's had it ago. basically longer than 
most. So I um, think so. And Kevin, give give us your candid feedback here. Candid feedback. Yeah. All how right. how much are you using it? Every single day. Wow. Every single day. Um, I think I have everything from like one-on-one patients that I'm just adding into their treatment protocols to people that are literally only coming here just for BFR. They said, I heard about this before. You convinced me. Let's get to a regimen and let's see if these things work. Um, A couple of my patients are on round number two already of, hey, it worked for my hip. Maybe let's try my shoulder. And my other therapists are loving him as well. I think as any product, we had some hiccups in the beginning that, and I would say what was amazing is that Ed and everybody over at Smart Tools had solutions. And if they didn't have the immediate solution, they found one. And now this, they work flawlessly for me right now. Like every update you guys have done has legitimately fixed bugs that you got to probably before I even experienced. So it's awesome. Um, the app is super easy to use. The, uh, I think the cuff itself um, is, I mean, it's just this, people. And it's got two buttons on it. And it it's very, very easy to use, which is amazing because sometimes the hardest part about doing any of it is setting up the, the cuffs and calibrating them and just a few steps in and you're there. So Ed, why don't you like, for somebody who's new to our show or maybe not heard you come on before, why don't you just do like a, a, a minute or two on what BFR is and then you can dive into what what you're most excited about with these new cut, the new version of the cuffs or go wherever you want to go with it. But uh, let, just in case somebody's brand new to our show and hasn't heard you speak before, if you could give them like the uh, the, the reader speech. the reader's yeah. reader's digest version of BFR. Yeah, sure. It's um, you know, it's it's the ultimate biohack, as uh, Dave Asprey or Ben Greenfield would say. It's um, basically tricking the brain and the body to think that you're doing high intensity exercise, but you're really doing very light loads. So uh, we use the cuffs at a certain, a certain inflation uh, to reduce arterial blood flow into the limbs. Um, and you fully occlude venous return. So you're, you're basically putting a cuff on, you're, you're blocking a certain percentage of blood going into the upper arm, let's say. And what that does is it creates some physiological stress that your body reads as um, something I need to adapt to, both at the cellular level, um, at the muscular level, and then at the tendon level, and then at the brain level systemically. Um, We know it's, although it sounds very scary, like I think the name is Mm -hmm. terrible. I think we need to really change the name, but I'm not, that's that's above my pay grade. (laughs) Um, it's, uh, very safe. Uh, it's got crazy efficacy in the literature. Like when I first started looking at the literature in 2015, before we dove into this big pool, 
Um, it was, there was over 800 studies uh, on safety, reliability, validity, and it just gotten more and more. Now we're getting, you know, I don't know how many studies there are now. It's a lot. I'm doing an update to our level one program and it's taken me forever because I'm digging through, you know, resource after resource to make sure I have as, as good of up-to-date education as possible. And it's, um, you know, it's good because in the past when I've done work for places like TRX or Rock Tape or uh, Trigger Point Performance or other places, a lot of times we had to take existing literature and apply it to the tools that we were using. It's kind of a backwards way to do it, right? And validate the, the, the tool. This is the opposite. Like, you know, the, the, the literature was there. Um, we just basically had to f- make a very affordable but high quality tool and then build education that is as evidence informed as possible. And, um, you know, we did it before with instrument assisted soft tissue. That's really why I joined the company. Mm-hmm. Nick, um, you know, was in chiropractic school. He, had a a golfer's injury, tennis elbow. Um, and he, um, basically fell in love with instrument assisted soft tissue, but he went to go buy a set of tools while he was in clinic and it was like $3,000. And he's like, crap, I'm not spending that. I don't have that kind of money. And his parents, uh, were were in the tool. His dad was in the tool and die and his uncle is in the tool and die industry. And he basically brought a take home kit of a certain tool. And he said, can we, could you make me a set of these? Um, yeah. It's kind of a cool story because then he brought it back to the clinic and all the other students were like, whoa, can you make me a set? And can you make me a set? And Nick talks about having this shoebox full of cash underneath his, because then he's like, I think this could be a business. <laughs> and so we basically did the same thing with BFR because at the time, back in 2014, 2015, when I started looking at this stuff, it was the minimum was $8,000 for a cuff, yeah. $7,000, let's say plus a, a mandatory $700 one-day training to use that only cuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so there was, a, there was a big barrier of entry there. And I said, well, why don't we do the exact same thing that we did with Instrument Assisted but with BFR? And, you know, Nick was like, let's do it. Like, and we came out with Generation 1 uh, cuffs in 2016, and it sucked. And we really made some bad mistakes. Um, and we pulled it off the market like within about a month um, because we couldn't find limb occlusion pressure. We thought we were going to be able to. New literature came out that suggested that you should be using a specific percentage of limb occlusion pressure for safety and efficacy. So we went back to the drawing board, lost a lot of money because um, we had rolled those out and came out with a second generation not very long after that first generation. And then about two years later, came out with Gen 3, which was a huge upgrade because now we had detachable automatic Doppler and pump. Mm-hmm. And then here's Generation 4, which is all app-based. What's very interesting, um, I can get into the differences between Gen 3 and Gen 4, but we still have Gen 3 on the market because there were still a lot of places that didn't want to have their staff, like let's say at the Veterans Administration, they put in a big order for the government. They didn't want people using their phone. They didn't want employees using their phones or having, having to have iPads and stuff. So they wanted, they, they're using, uh, the gen threes. So we brought the gen threes back, but we only have one version of it now. Uh, whereas before we had a pro and a consumer, now we just have one version. Um, 
And so I thought that was interesting. Like, I didn't think, I thought everybody would want the new techie thing. I'm like, ooh, iPhone, yeah. you know, 15 is out. I got to go get it. And people are like, ooh, you know, maybe, 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 you know, more techie is not necessarily better. Um, and so we still have a lot of people using the Gen 3s. What you know, percentage? It's valid are, and reliable. What percentage do you think, if, if you had to guess? I would just say, it's, it's really interesting. you know, 33% of new orders sure. are Gen oh, wow. 3. And, you know, 66 um, is uh, Gen 4, and that, you know, remaining 0.5% or whatever it is is uh, looking for Gen 1, but we don't have Gen 1, so I can't, tell, I can't help <laughs> I want the original suck. <laughs> yeah, I want the original one. They got to be cheap, right? They got to yeah. be on eBay. Yeah, right? Cheap right yeah. If I get last year's model, don't I save money? You should. You really, yeah, you should. Well, we'll we might even be able to find a Gen 1 around. I'm sure around my house I could find it somewhere. Ah, that's awesome. So Kevin yeah. pulled this out, and I I got super excited because it was he just held it up, and there was no, there was just no strings attached, <laughs> you know, per, None. per se. It's just such a cool concept. So people who are listening in audio form, Kevin's holding up uh, mm. the new generation here of a cuff, wraps around the leg or wraps around the arm. Is that to explain? Should, and you turn it on. Should have brought that. Uh, <clears throat> what are they called? Lazy Susan. Like, yeah. Just <laughs> spin it down here. Yeah. Um, so the feedback's been quite positive or, you know, it's been, uh, like you said, like, you know, it's just like, I I've had to tell people that are my friends that, that have purchased the cuffs, you know, there was a lot of pressure to get this cuff out, right? Because mm -hmm. Nick did something that no business does. He warned all of his customers, listen, gen four is coming out. Do not buy gen three unless you really need to have it like tomorrow because right. he did, he didn't want, he's been very authentic his whole career at smart tools. Like he didn't want people to buy it. And all of a sudden the next day, gen four is available. Right. And people sure. are like, Whoa, I just spent all this money on gen four and mm -hmm. you, you are gen three. And now you have a new generation. I think he did not sell any cuffs for like four or five months by doing that. Um, but I also think he gained fans and trust and credibility in the marketplace because not a lot of companies would do that. Um, and so by rushing it a little bit, I'm sure he would get mad at me for saying this live, but by rushing it and not having like a beta tester out there, we had some a few hiccups. It's just like getting the iPhone, though. Every iPhone that comes out, how many updates come out the first couple months, right? Like I got the iPhone 15. I think the updates like every day, it almost seems like, and you know, then you finally get caught up with the feedback. And now that we've got thousands of these things out there, it's pretty solid. Mm -hmm. Um, there's some things that we would like to improve, but we're limited on technology and space. Like, you know, like you know, there's only so much you can pack into that little thing. You know, sometimes people are like, Oh, I'd love it. You know, if there was more memory or there was more this or more that, and it's like, you know, we don't have a laptop that you want to put on your arm. Like we only have so much space there's, and a battery takes up a large percentage of that, you know? Yeah. So you've got to like, I think he's done a really, really good job at, at figuring it out and also having literature supported efficacy on finding limb occlusion pressure because no other cuff has that like yeah. Delphi does, but no other cuff. So um, you know, for the price point, it's pretty amazing and it's affordable by everybody in every clinic, you know, out there. It really is. Um, and I'm like not joking that, so I sell packages and I 
I paid off the entire like I I don't know if you call it the clinic package or the mm-hmm. pro package pro. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um where I have a set of each size. I mean, I sold two packages the first day and all of a sudden, boom, they were paid off. So, that's I mean, pretty good. You, that's pretty good ROI in business. Yeah. We would love that ROI every day, right? Right? Yeah. Exactly. Um it's I and so they're nothing but profit for me now, which is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. and so kind of like speaking from my end, Ed, as a user of it, um, anything that like you need from the, the now millions of listeners that are mi- listening, <laughs> um, that all use smart tools cuffs, anything from us that could benefit you guys so that you can continue to make the cuff better? I mean, just like, is there any 100%. feedback like that you would yeah, like for sure. specific? Um, I mean, we, we get, we get feedback every day, no matter what, whether okay, we want good. it or not. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but you know, the good thing is, and again, this is, you know, propping up Nick and his, and his team up there in Cleveland is that he listens Um, you know, the reason that we're at the fourth generation is because we've listened to the customers about what they want and no other cuff on the market's been through four generations in six years. I'll tell you that right now. Most of them have had zero. Um, none of them have had, you know, individualized, um, limb occlusion pressure that was validated by independent researchers that we had nothing, we had, we had no idea that that was happening and it just gets published and we're like, one, we knew it because we had tested it a thousand times. But number two is kind of like, woo, like, great. Like, it's independent validation that we need to be able to differentiate ourselves from some of the other things on the market. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, we want your feedback. We, you know, this isn't our last generation. We're going to continue right. to make this thing better, easier to use, better app, education. Um, really, I, I think, you know, hitting on the education component, it's like education has changed so much in my career. Like, you know, I'm, I got my CSCS. I, I really don't want to say this because it really, really, really ages me, but I've had my CSCS for, um, since 1994. Nice. Back in 1994, when we went to go get to CEUs, we basically would sit through however many days we needed to to get the CEUs, right? You go to a conference for two or three days, get your 12 or 24, however many hours you needed. For my athletic training certification and licensure, we needed, you know, 24. So you go to the, um, you go to the yearly annual conference and you get all your, you get all, you know, nobody wants to do that anymore. These young whippersnappers do (laughs) not want to go to a conference for a day. They really don't. And COVID really accelerated. So, you know, what I would love is feedback on what do people need to be able to utilize the cuffs safely and effectively? And so one of the things that I've come up with, you know, because we have, we have live courses, we have online, you know, on-demand courses. And Mm -hmm. I think that there's a disconnect between those two, right? Like, and it's, it's getting more and more difficult to fill those live courses because people don't want to travel. They don't want to spend the money. Times are a little tougher. But people still need their CEUs. So it's like, okay. 
So what is a good alternative? Because for me, like me playing, hitting play on a video of especially me talking all day, like that's the last thing I want to do, right? So, um, you know, we're coming up with this like hybrid coaching course that I'm going to start in January where I'm going to give you live live of me, but it's going to be in small small snippets, like an hour a week, and then mm-hmm. give you homework, play with the cuffs, do this assignment, this assignment, this assignment with a patient or a client or yourself, whoever you're using it with. And then let's bring it back and let's get feedback and live interaction. And I think that that's a nice, I think it's going to be a nice way to kind of bridge the live versus the on-demand. You know, you're kind of doing it synchronously and, you know, of course you get the video playback and all those things too, but um, then we can offer live CEUs because I'm live. We can, I can have videos in there for background. We don't have to go through a deep dive of the physiology, which people, I usually see people going to sleep about 15 minutes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I would love feedback about that. The other thing that I think education-wise that we need is um, condition-specific, you know, for BFR. Like I did a com- at a conference, APTA conference, physical therapy conference a couple of years ago, I did a BFR with ACL and, you know, we got really great response from that. And I think more more clinicians want, you know, um, condition specific. Yeah, I might be wrong. Sure. I think it's genius. But, you know, I think that having, you know, you are not sure how to use BFR for an Achilles tendinopathy and I can go in and on demand get, you know, an eight-week um, um, program for one of my patients, you know, based on the literature that's like, well, here's what, the literature suggests about tendons and BFR is it, is it different than muscle hypertrophy and muscle strength and how do we do it in the early phase and the later phase and um and, and giving some framework around you know a program um and so that's what we're kind of working on at least uh me and the education side and then of course we want feedback as much as we can from people that are using it in the field and um you know, what's right, what's wrong, and, and how do we make it continually get and better? Because that's, I mean, that's just what we're going to do. I think from talking to just from listening to you talk about the CEU stuff, I think it's really incredibly smart on two different levels. One, um, the repetition, the breaking it up and having them do something. Because athletic trainers inherently learn by doing and getting their hands on. And when you're sitting in a live course, Maybe you get some, and when you're watching on on demand, usually like these long drawn out lectures, you get none. So if you're going to, you know, say, Hey, we're going to talk about this for an hour and then you have to go home and do X, Y, Z, use the cuffs. That's the only way they're going to get to know the cuffs and get better is by doing. So I think that's, that's genius. And like the case studies, I think, um, are really a good idea too. You know, different types of injuries because as athletic trainers, you know, if I'm covering baseball, I might be seeing these three or four injuries quite frequently. And then when I cover cross country, I'm not seeing those same three or four injuries. So to hear, all right, this is how I would use it in this scenario, you know, for like you said, the Achilles versus, all right, here's a rotator cuff. I think that's incredibly smart. Yeah. So we'll, people can be looking for that. Um, I'm going to do a trial because 
there's been many times in my life where I've thought people wanted something and they didn't. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to do a trick. Same here. I'm going to uh, do it. It's a, called I'm marriage. Gonna, yeah, well, I won't, I, I won't even kidding. get there. I can say it. I'm, I can get in trouble. It's fine. Um, your wife's never going to watch this. Don't worry never, about it. Never. Uh, never no, no. Um, but uh, so I'm going to do a trial in January. We'll see how it goes. Um, you know, the other the, the other really interesting uh, component is I've been kind of, you know, surveying people that are interested because I get texts and emails like every day, like I've got this type of patient, this type of patient, you know, what do I do? How can I, you know, what would you suggest? Blah, blah, blah. So I, I reach out to them and I go, Hey, what would be a good time to have a class? And, you know, it's like, I I'm in central time mm-hmm. and like, you know, it's like, well, I was thinking like, oh well, seven thirty Central Time, and then like, people Wednesdays are like, well, at seven thirty seem to be a terrible time for our <laughs> listeners. I'm just kidding. It's, it's unbelievable, right? There's no great time, no, so it's no. like, okay, well, then, then do you do it on the weekend? Um, do what's you know, best for you. Yeah, I whatever, think you're right. Whatever, just, whatever works for you is the only answer. Like we changed from Mondays to Wednesdays, and we pushed the show back, and we got a lot of negative feedback about it from some of our listeners. But you know what? It's the only time that worked for Kevin and I. So if we didn't change the show, there was no show. So do what's best yeah. for you. That's what I'll say. Yeah. All right. And then the people that well, really want to learn the information will make it a point it out. to get there. Yeah. 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 That's good advice. Uh, what else? Like, I think some, a lot of people have asked me what the difference is between Gen 3 and Gen 4. Um, so do yeah, I have a second like, to kind of talk about that? Yeah. You can. Yeah, so there's nothing attached to it. I think that's so much fun to see. Yeah, so the advantages of Gen 3 over Gen 4 are that you know, you can take Gen 3 in the pool. So if anybody is swimming with these things, they're, you're not going to do that with Gen 4 because Gen 4 has the, um, you know, it has, it has the pump and the Doppler built in. Um, and compared to just having our Gen... Gen three that you know does have a tether, but you know you unplug it once you've inflated it. So you know they both find LOP. They both get you to a pressure. You can both um, in the manual or the pro Gen three and also in the Gen four you can set the pressure specifically. One of the things that in Gen three we wish we had, but the uh, we couldn't get a memory, um, and and it was really draining on the battery, is being able to store previous sessions. Like you could do the last session, but you couldn't do multiple sessions before. But the Gen four allows you to do that because you're storing it on your phone on an app. Right. So that's one of the big advantages is that you can, as a provider, you can store your patients in there, and so. My suggestion is to get somebody's limb occlusion pressure in lying and sitting and standing on all four limbs on the first session Mm. and and having that baked into your programming. So you can always just go back to that based on what type of exercise you're doing. So if I'm, if I, if I get the limb occlusion pressure the first day in the legs in, um, in a supine position, and then now I want to do glute bridges on my sixth session, I just go back to my first session and be like, okay, supine, his, here's what his LOP was. I can just go right to that pressure. And so the cool thing about Gen 4 is that they're, they're, they're very fast to get the LOP. I mean, and I'm talking like compared to Gen 2 and Gen, Gen 3, they're very, it's fast. I mean, it's, it's amazingly fast. Um, 
So, you know, you're going to get it anyway, but it's cool to be able to go back and, um, and find previous and, and what, you know, what the, uh, what the pressure was and what the weights they were using and all that stuff. It's nice to have that stored. So that's, that's a big advantage. Is there, um, is there a, a limit to how many profiles you can store on the Gen 4? No. No limit. So you could be working football with 150 kids and. Yeah, no problem. With 150 BFR cuts. <laughs> please, bought, please know, right? place the order. Yeah. Place the order, folks. Let's place the order. Put the PO. 10% on. off yeah. using the code CANDA10. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Hmm. Um, I will say, you know, for anybody that is worried about the battery, because that was one of my worries. Am I going to have to charge this over and over and over again? Like, what if I have three patients in a row and they're all using the same size cuffs? What the heck? Like, now all of a sudden I need to charge them. Battery life is actually wonderful in my eyes. Um, it's, of course, going to use a chunk of the battery every time you're going through a session for 20 minutes to a half an hour. But I'm going to say one of the most impressive things is one day I came in, I quick, you know, I turned on the, the my, my two cuffs, I pair them to my iPad, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're, like, at 10% battery. And my patient was coming in in 10 minutes. I'm like, shoot. I might have said shit. But I plugged it in, and then when I repaired it to my phone, like they were at like 45 or 50% better. So whatever battery is in here and combined with maybe whatever the charger is, is fast. So it's whatever you guys did with that. And I mean, very genius because there's been a couple times cause I am always on top of things and I'm saying that very sarcastically. Never um, forgets. Never forget to do anything that, <laughs> All of a sudden, I check it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, uh, scramble, scramble. Plugged it in for 10 minutes, and it was all of a sudden, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine for the next two people, probably. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's really cool. Um, I think incredibly easy to use. I like using the app. I'm going to give you one feedback that I wish was there. Um, Whether you want it or not, yeah. he's giving it to you. On the app itself, <laughs> while you're while you're using it, and like they're in the middle of a session, I wish there was. I wish the timer, like the overall total time, would it would pop up, like it was mm. calculating overall time for you. I'm surrounded by clocks, but I don't remember when I started. <laughs> um, oh, got it. Because it gives you it gives you the set time. It gives you the rest time. Correct. And so you you would like an overall ex exercise session time. Correct. 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 Okay. Correct. Um, that's interesting. It yeah. It gives it hard. to you. It gives it to you at the end of it. Like, so, mm. you know, you end the exercise and then cuffs deflate, you take them off and right there on the app, it tells you, Oh, you've been doing it for 26 minutes. Um, yeah, I have, and it's only because I have a couple patients that are like, they're talkers in like while they're working out. And so sometimes they're getting distracted. I'm like, Hey, start working. Hey, you got to go. See, 30 seconds. We're going again. We're going again. And every once in a while, I'm like, ooh, I hopefully I, I'm hoping that we're not getting close to 
a 30 minute mark because we still have a whole nother set of exercises we need to get to. It has been pretty foolproof, but at the same time, when you start getting into these single leg and you're doing it on both sides, um, trying to keep that running clock would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. I will pass that along for sure. Do you ever, um, do you ever share, like, do you do it on your phone or your iPad or do you do it? Uh, like, do you have a dedicated iPad? Like I have, like in my clinic, I just have a dedicated iPad that I have. I, um, I have a dedicated iPad and then I've also used my phone, um, because some, there's been a couple times where we've been, we've had two people at one time. So yeah, I'll just use my phone. Yeah. Uh, do you ever, do you broadcast that like on a larger screen TV? Cause that would be kind of cool mm. if, um, cause you could screencast it yeah, and then that way it's up for the patient and they can see that timer. Cause otherwise they can't really see the timer Ed. and then they can see that rest. Ed, I love coaching. it. Yeah, BFR coaching. See that? This is awesome because I do have an Apple TV that I could just send it right to. Nice. Yeah. Um, I will talk to Nick about what it would take the uh, engineers to put in an overall session timer. Cause that would be cool, especially with like cellular swelling when, you know, Correct. you're, you're, you're doing a 46 minute session basically. Um, I, I like that idea. I think that that would be very, very, very helpful. So thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that. That's cool. So as we like get into the spring, when athletic trainers start kind of focusing on what their budget is for the next year, Tell us where you're at in the market of BFR cuffs. Like how many companies are out there price point wise? Where are you at compared to others? Peacock yourself here. Why, why is smart mm-hmm. tools the best? You know, I'm not going to say that, you know, we're the, we're the best. You know, there's, 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 you know, there's good products out there. I think that, um, we have put the work in, I mean, Again, we're the we. This is our fourth generation. We've not stopped putting the work in. Uh, if you compare that to other companies, um, I can name a bunch that are still on their first gen, right? So you know things change. You know Apple is still not on Gen One, right? It's a lot different. Um, you know, number two is that we have we have independent studies demonstrating that we can find limb occlusion pressure. So we know exactly what pressure to use safely and have efficacy with our patients and our clients and other, most other cannot. Um, you can't find LOP on, on a lot of the, a lot of the cuffs. Um, you know, price point, you know, I think you probably paid around, you know, you got a pre pre-sale plus, you know, whatever. Um, you know, you're probably paying about $1,500 for, you know, all three, um, sizes of cuffs. Um, so six cuffs, uh, compared, Oh, sorry. Eight cuffs. Yeah. Yeah, We went to four, four sizes. So eight cuffs, um, you know, you can compare that to the other FDA listed, uh, cuff on the market at $6,000 for a single cuff. So, I mean, the, the price point is, it's pretty affordable. You can buy two cuffs, you can buy four cuffs, you can buy the pro set at, you know, if you want to kind of ramp up, you're still going to be, um, you know, using the app. So it's, you know, it you can, you can lean into it. I have most of my patients buy their own cuffs because they're so affordable. It's a lot cheaper for me and for them. And I, I get, hopefully none of my patients see this, but I get kind of sick of seeing people. So like... <laughs> You know, I'll see them, I'll write a program, they get their cuffs, they go do that for a little bit, and then I'll bring them back in unless I really need to do a bunch of manual therapy with them. So, um, 
So, you know, by the time we're getting into the, you know, couple, first couple of weeks of a, a rehab program, you know, they're doing most of their stuff at home. I'm just kind of coaching them. So, um, I mean, I haven't had one patient go, how much is that? I mean, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's two sessions with me and you're going to have your own cuffs. You're going to be able to use these after you're done. Like it's a no brainer. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, that's an interesting I think the, thing to do. The education, of course, is, you know, bar none. Yeah, top uh, notch. Top notch, right. The best. Um, I don't know. I guess that's about it. I think, you know, I, we stand by our product. I think that's the other thing, too, is that, you know, you have other companies that are not manufactured here in the U.S. And, you know, good luck trying to get some help with them. You know, you, you have a problem. Call Smart Tools Hotline. See who you get. You either get... Nick Colosi, the CEO and founder, you get his mother, Brenda Colosi, or you get his dad, <laughs> Nick Colosi, uh, meatloaf. And uh, <laughs> the only other person, the only other person that's really there is his uncle who kind of runs the books. Like it, it's awesome. like the, it's the epitome of, a, I'm the only other Italian that's not part of the family. Like it's like, <laughs> and it's like, I was going to use a derogatory Italian joke, but I figured it's got, we, we got to, we can't do that. So sounds like um, an episode of the bear. The bear. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, like, even if you have a problem, like you're not talking to like, you're not getting outsourced to, uh, you know, uh, um, an AI, uh, website widget. You're either getting the owner, the mother, or the father, or the uncle. I mean, that's it. Mm-hmm. We don't even, we don't really have anybody else except for people we hire to put these things together and, you know, assemble. And then, of course, the engineers, but you never want to talk to an engineer. My brother's an engineer. I can, I haven't been able to talk to him <laughs> in years. Um, you know, so, you know, it's a, it's a cool thing we have going on. It's like, you know, we're small. We, um, we try to put out a quality product, try to take care of our people, try to always innovate um, and uh, be affordable. Ed, so since I've downloaded this app, when you go to the Academy thing, it says mm-hmm. coming soon. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're talking? Can it, can you tease more? Is that this what you're talking about in January? Well, the Academy is going to be, um, we're, we're going to put a bunch of programming in there for, yeah. for folks. We're working okay. on a new website. And so then it'll, I think it'll, um, it'll sync up with that. Cool. The, uh, the coaching program we're going to do is, um, it's kind of that hybrid I was saying between, it'll be kind of a, uh, I'm not going to call it asynchronous, but it's really synchronous because we are going to have live sessions, but, uh, but you'll be also, also be able to watch it on demand starting in January. Um, cool. And that'll just be underneath like smarttoolsplus.com forward slash education. You'll be able to see, you know, on demand level one, how many CEUs you get, how many uh, for PT, for ATC, for DC, for strength and conditioning. And then there'll be the live classes. We have live classes all over the world. Um, it's just a lot less. Like we were going to do 250 classes um, in the U.S. alone um, before COVID hit. And that basically went to zero. And so it really hasn't come back very much. So the live classes have really diminished. Like we might have two or three live classes a month now, whereas we were having two or three live classes per weekend across the U.S., at least, plus internationally. Um, So my goal is to have, you know, a live basic course 
So this kind of this coaching, I'm calling it coaching because it's, it is coaching. It's going to be one-on-one with me or with one of my um, instructors. We'll do a basic, which will be basically, I, I don't know much about BFR. I'm doing a review and it's everything from what's, what's limb occlusion pressure? How do I use this? How do I set up a program for myself or for a patient? Um, you know, kind of the basics. Um, and then there'll be a level two, which is my advanced and we have BFR level two, which is more of our um, after rehab, kind of the strength and conditioning. And how do you use some of the other settings within the BFR? Because if you've noticed, we have continuous BFR, we have intermittent BFR, and then we have our BFR, which is rest BFR. And that's where we do like interval sprints on the bike without the cuffs. And then we jump off the bike and we use the um, the cuffs to occlude during the rest period. So that's those are all advanced type training. And so th- that'll be our level two class in our level two coaching for people that have been using BFR for a while. My goal is to have both of those courses each month. So no matter when you kind of come in, you're like, oh, I'm brand new to this. I want to learn about it. I can jump into level one class. And then once your level one class is done, then you can jump into level two the next month if you really want to, if you like it or take a few months and then jump in. But it's always going to be offered, um, you know, once a month. That's my goal. If we can get, you know, obviously interest and, um, and I, I do think the interest is there. It's just a matter of, you know, getting the word out. Well, it should be. I mean, Sounds we awesome. talked about it last time. Like Kevin and I both feel like if you're an athletic trainer, you know, working in the traditional setting or in the clinic setting, this is probably one of the best tools you can have when you're rehabbing an athlete. It travels with you. It's, you don't need, it's not, you know, equipment intensive. It's safe. And it, it just fucking works. It works. Yeah. It, it just it just gets results. So um, we're huge fans of it. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. Appreciate the product, Ed. Yeah. 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 No, thanks. Appreciate and your mom, support. Yeah. And uncle, mom, and Uncle <laughs> yeah. Don. Love it. Yep. Kalozi. Yeah. yeah. No, I I don't have any other questions. If you don't, I we just appreciate you coming on and kind of sharing them. We're gonna to continue to promote it, and uh, we appreciate the relationship that we have, and appreciate your time and coming on and teaching athletic trainers about what it is and why they should be doing it. So absolutely, yeah, my pleasure. Uh, always an AT, that's for sure. Yes, love it. When was the last time you were on the sideline? Uh, I was on a at a playoff game. Uh, for the MLL Major League Lacrosse, three years ago. Okay. Yeah, it's been a while, unfortunately. Um, that's about the yeah. yeah my, I've, it's been two years for me. So. <laughs> yeah, my my wife was like, "Uh, you're not traveling anymore. You're not doing this anymore." <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, and the clinic is so busy. I just can't even. I can't even breathe. So it's like to try to get away or do any of that would be tough. I would, we're right across from Southern Methodist university. I'd love to, I've, I have done everything I can volunteer like, Hey, I've got all these cool tools. Like send, you know, you need to send an athlete over nothing like crickets. I'm like, all right, well, um, not a, not a, I'm sure they get hit all the time and they don't know me from Adam. And it's just, it's just, it's hard. It's hard to kind of break in and, um, you know, I, I get my high school athletes, I get my college athletes, I get my pro athletes that trickle in, but it's not like, it's not like being there and, you know, being there in, in making a difference. Um, 
on a day-to-day basis. I really, I do miss that a lot with uh, my teams, but um, you know, I still get to do it with my patients, which is cool and yeah. gives me a little more time to innovate and 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 do some cool stuff like we're doing in the clinic and uh, continue to advance on that side. And I, I was crazy enough. All my all my buddies think this is nuts, but um, I got my RN degree last year, and oh. so I'm gonna mm-hmm. work on uh, a nurse practitioner degree starting in January. So. If I didn't have, uh, if I was limited on time before, it's uh, going to be a little bit more limited. So yeah, no sideline work on my side, but I do want to be the first nurse practitioner at ATC that works sideline because I think it would be a cool combination to be able to do primary care and ATC and CSCS and Cairo and, you know, all the other things um, all mixed in one bag. I, let's see if they ignore me after that. We're talking, we're talking to the Swiss army knife of healthcare, I mean, of sports medicine. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. Uh, uh, well, thanks, Ed. We appreciate your time. Yeah, man. Thanks uh, you. And uh, thanks for all the support. We appreciate yeah. it. And then obviously if you're listening to the, to the podcast here, make sure to check them out. Smarttoolsplus.com. 10% off using the code candid 10. So thanks a lot, Ed. Take thanks, care. Thanks, Ed. Be well. Happy holidays. Merry right. Christmas. Thanks. Same to you. And he's off. And we're off. Well, that was fun. Yeah. A lot of coverage there. Hopefully, um, if you are listening to this podcast and you don't know what BFR is, just send us an email, candidathletetraining at gmail.com. You know, go on one of our social medias, reach out to us. Uh, we would love to talk about it. We love talking shop with everyone. So if you have questions, mm-hmm. um, again, one of the best rehab tools that you can use. Bar none. So seriously. Um, okay. Yeah. That was that was a, a good chunk of time. So let's do some shenanigans and go go home. Should we get into a, a fun a fun show tonight? Let's do it. All right. Okay. What the hell do you want to talk about? <clears throat> let's start um let's start with our friend or foe. So last week we did we did the whole um, the bag can the bag your kit be on the ground should it be above the ground then we started talking about just sitting on the ground and then I put it up on social media so let's let's friend or foe sitting on the ground during coverage during coverage yeah coverage you're working you're covering something it's one hundred percent. I don't know. It's a foe. What do the people say? Uh, 210 voters, 81%. So four out of five said foe. 19% said friend. Uh, Looking at the comments here. Yep, 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 yep. uh, Michael Van Gilder, very much depends. Games, no. Outdoor practices, probably not. I'd bring a lawn chair. Ideally mm. not. At indoor, you can find a chair. But worst case scenario, heck yeah, I will. Did last week on a road trip in opponent's gym where there were no chairs or bleachers out. Um, there's only a couple. Okay, this is Ray Castle. Mm-hmm. There's only a couple of valid reasons to be sitting on the sidelines. One, talking to or evaluating an athlete. Okay. Two, taking off, putting on your shoes. Whoa. Three, it's mealtime. Oh, you're not working. Four, getting your toes cleated. If you know, you know. Five, you have a legitimate reason such as low back pain for a quick rest. Gotcha. Uh, Mike Van Bruggen sitting on the ground never. 
in a chair or on the bench varies from sport to sport. I will always be on my feet at football, soccer, lacrosse, track, and field. Others may find me seated at different times. Many variables will affect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jennifer Van He, mostly because I'm over the 40 hill and getting up, isn't it as easy or as fast as it used to be? And then uh, Kayla Trevino said, which we miss you come back, said, I think taking a knee would be a happy medium. Oh, take a knee. She's Kaepernicking. Everybody take a knee. Um, I think it was interesting to say it's so there's like two parts of this. It's the professionalism, but then it's kind of like the speed slash. I think can you get to something on time? It's eighty percent foe on the on the votes because of the perceived professionalism and I agree. Um, effort. If you're sitting, you probably. Ha, you're giving off the perception that you're, um, especially on the ground. If you're just on a chair, right? Like this little, it feels different, right? If you say you're, you're covering your your basketball team and you're sitting in one of the chairs, like I don't know how bad that looks, but it's also probably going to end up being like, what is your administration slash coach and all these things? I'm a huge offender of this. I sat on the ground all the time all during the time. baseball, all the time. I think I I effectively did my job. I sat in the dugout all the time. All the time. Not in the big leagues. Not much. But that was because there was... I felt like I was taking up somebody's spot. I wanted to be mobile so that I wasn't ever taking up somebody's spot. You know what? Most of the time in the minor leagues, when I sat, I actually had a better view of the field. And I could have a con- I could have a better conversation, and watch the field. Nate asked, "Would you guys sit in the dugout or do the one knee up on the step lunge position? Both, or the S- so long you have to like mix it up, or like the hang on the the rail. Um, I would do one knee up. You want to know the only reason? I sat a lot though. The only reason to not to sit on the ground." Wet. I'm a, yeah, it's when it's wet and you're gonna get your khaki wet. You're gonna have that that knee stain. <laughs> oh yeah. Who hasn't thought it was gonna be dry, but it was wet. It's the only reason I wouldn't sit. That's what she said. <laughs> I missed it. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um. So yeah, put me down as a huge, unprofessional son of a gun. You are. This is as close. Let's make some traffic lights here. I forgot. Is the green on the top or the bottom? <laughs> bottom. The green's sure. on the bottom? Yeah. Go is on the bottom? Pretty sure. I can't remember right now. I swear. Which Sometimes better? left to right. I think green is on the top. Nope. I don't know. Somebody <laughs> on the live stream, straighten me out. Been driving for 30 years. I couldn't tell you if the green... It, it's one of those things you just don't... Are you? Can you say with 100% certainty? Kyle, Kyle says yellow's in the middle. Yeah, that's the only thing I know. Yellow's <laughs> in the middle. Which one looks right here? I'm going to say this. that would be one of those classic. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. And now I'm going to need to call a friend. And or. Green definitely on the bottom. Yeah. And or like, tell me what's wrong with this, this image. You know, and they show you a streetlight like, or a stoplight. You could fool me either way. God dang it. Fool me once. I'm an idiot. 
Call okay. Me, call me Chad. So that's our friend or foe. Uh, you know, we're talking we're talking a little bit of game show right there, right? Game show. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Yeah. We're gonna roll right into our fat. I was good at that. What? Our fat tonight, and you don't have any idea what, what this is about. Are you so not? today is Howie Mandel's birthday. Howie. Howie Mandel. Guys of Wild guy. So we're going to debate which of his two game shows mm. would make the better athletic trainer. I love it. Deal or no deal or deal. or America's Got Talent. He's the host of those are the two like primary game shows he's been. It's true. Deal or no deal, America's Got Talent. All right. Fat. Go. <clears throat> deal or no deal. Basically a bunch of suitcases full of money. You pick some, and you're hoping that you're left with the top dollar amount, right? That's how it worked, right? And then as, yeah, it, probabilities, was, yeah. as it was going, they would offer you a deal whether or not more of the higher. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm just. One of my favorite game shows, yes. Um, you have six cases left. Mm-hmm. One of these cases is worth a half a million dollars. Four of these cases are worth less than five hundred. Mm-hmm. We'll offer you a hundred thousand dollars. Deal or no deal? Deal. You would take the hundred grand if it was one out of five odds, and I can get one hundred thousand dollars. Absolutely. All right. Now, America's Got Talent. Now, that's... Skits. Anything, right? America's Got Talent. A bunch of acts come out there, and they have to put th- people through, like, what's the most impressive? It's not just, like, music, right? It's, like, juggling. I mean, it's everything, right? Everything. Okay. It's, it's yeah. Could How be is it judged? Break dancing. It could be magicians. It could be singing. It could be, yeah, it could be... Hula hooping. So one, they're the judges. One's risk, chance, like may the odds forever be in your favor. It's a mathematical equation. The other, however, is, it's it seems to be a little bit more fast moving. You're taking chances. It's a little bit more. I think a little bit more pressure. I don't know. Is it pressured like what's, as a performer to perform or to make the right choice? What's harder? Like what's more pressure to be right or to actually execute? I don't know. I think it's as an athletic trainer. Yeah. So athletic training is all about preparation. Performing. All right. How about this? How much of FI training is just dumb luck, though? Deal or no deal. Deal or no deal. And what about the, let's say, um, deal or no deal is going to give you that, what I'm trying to say, like, uh, out of left field, right? You open a case. And it was the the dollar case. Surprise. Right? Um, Now the stakes have changed, right? They dramatically, they can dramatically change in an instant. Fluctuations. 
that's a lot of that's you all training. You probably go into no, deal or no deal with the idea that you're saying if they offer me at least seventy five thousand dollars, I'm taking it. I don't care what's out there. I want seventy five thousand dollars, right? But then all of a sudden, it's sixty five thousand dollars on the table, and you say, "Nope, I don't want it." And then you open another case, and it it go drops to fifty. I don't know. Does it ever drop and then go back up? Yes, all the time. Okay, so then it drops. So like they they'll stop after like five. You pick five cases. They'll make you an offer. You pick five more cases. They'll make you another yeah. offer. Then you pick four cases. Then you pick because you're whittling down from like twenty five cases. Yeah. So you you have you have to have a game plan that has some very strong morals and beliefs and like guidelines in your brain that can be altered, right? Mm, or do you, or is the better case? pun intended, that hmm. you go in there with no game plan. And you're just like, Winging we'll it. see what happens. So Kyle says, America's Got Talent is better because ATs are able to perform skills and services are able to adapt quickly to an unfamiliar situation. Nate says, uh, America's Got Talent is more versatile Deal or no deal is the give and take bartering with your athletes. So America's Got Talent is more subjective, which I think a lot of athletic training is subjective. Yeah. You've got four, you've got three or four, I don't know how many judges there are, if it's three or four. Yeah. But they'll watch something and three, two may like it and one may not like it. And they're... There's just a difference of opinion. And there's a little bit of that in athletic training. You watch somebody's mechanics and you'll see two different people will say two different things. The, is America's Got Talent, does somebody get, is it like um, American Idol where people get kicked off the show? I believe so. I've never really watched it, but I believe Me so. Neither. Get like, a golden ticket a, to Las Vegas or Los Angeles or whatever. So I'm, I'm not I'm, sure how you win. America's Got Talent also, at the root of it, you're watching a bunch of different performances. Yep. And you're judging them. However. Deal or no deal. You're not you're not actually influencing what the performance you're not influencing it at all. You're just judging. Deal or no deal. Deal or no nil no deal. The actual game is up and down and you are actively navigating. This is this is why I'm picking deal or no deal. Uh, I really, I really exactly like what you're just no saying deal. right now. You're actively navigating. Um when you are the let's face it, we're we're kind of saying if you're gonna be a contestant in a way, like on A G T or D O N D, um being in that seat of being the contestant. You're the decision What maker. is that like, you know? And I think overall, one of them is a little, to me, as an athletic trainer, 
We constantly have to take in the new information and adapt and then take in the new information and adapt. I do agree that America's Got Talent, you are you need to be versatile in order to succeed. But I feel like I'm going deal or no deal. So deal or no deal is like I, want the sweat on I the feel brow. like deal or de- no deal is a little bit more like being a physical therapist where the structure is the same every single time. You mean AGT? No. Deal or oh. no deal. Oh, okay. It's suitcase you're picking suitcases no matter what. If if you're if you're in America's got talent, you're watching different a variety show. The variety could be rehab, it could be treatment, it could be taping, it could be eval. You're just judging. It's, this is really interesting. This is really interesting. Because you're not affecting it, you're just judging. It's like if you were an athletic trainer and you didn't really get to like, you could just give feedback, but you couldn't really do any hands-on skills to, <laughs> to, to help the athlete. Man, that's tough. What do you got? I, I want case social media. number four, ten, I love, eleven, I, seven. Personally, it's not even close on which game show I like more. I just don't. I'm having a hard time which would make a better. Like comparing a game show to athletic training is really fun. We've only done it once before. It's true. Do you know who is? Was, was it Jeopardy versus Wheel of Fortune? And it was Price three. Is right. and pr- Price is right. Yeah. We did a threesome. Yeah, because I think it was when what's his face died, wasn't it? I think that's when we did it. Alex Trebek, and then yeah. they, they got, that was right before the fat bracket, and they did really well because of it. Yeah, they did. I'm going D-O-N-D. I'm also going to go deal or no deal, because I think being able to control something and constantly uh, adjust to ever-changing situations is a super strong relationship to athletic training so I'm putting this up on social media I'm be interested to see what people say we'll read the results next week um okay next let's do our F Mary kill okay and Kevin do you want to give uh, do you want to get while I put this tweet out do you F, want to, Mary do you remember it? You? the spicy massages okay we got some spicy massages <laughs> we got three folks. spicy massages all right and how the Canada athletic training guys have not had some spicy massage in your FMK is beyond us. But we're going to FMK massaging adductors, massaging glutes, and massaging hip flexors. Is that what we said? Hip flexors, glutes, yeah. and adductors. Okay. So, FMK, you got F. You got to marry and you got to kill massaging hip flexors, glutes, all of them, meds, maxes, minimuses, and a little adductor. What do you got? I'm going to. Ooh, baby. Um. Uh, I'm going to kill adductors. 
Nisi. Nisi's aggressive here. Oh, Jesus. This might not be a topic for me. I will massage all the parts. All the parts. Um, You're killing adductors? I'm going to kill adductors. I... It's the most risky. <laughs> it's... They're very important. Very. Everybody listen up. Your adductors are important. We need to contract them. We need to stretch them. We need to massage them. Um, we need to strengthen them. They're an important muscle group. But doing massage on said adductors. I feel like is not as beneficial as taking people through some self-massage to the area as well as showing people mobility slash strengthening exercises for them. Um, hmm. Because I'm a, I mean, a lot of people just are uncomfortable when you're either – getting in there with that elbow or maybe using Forearm. those hands and when maybe something is like, Hey, I hope I don't have too much lotion on my hands. Um, everybody's just closing their eyes anyways. I'm going to, I'm going to F I'm going to F with the hip flexors because my favorite position is missionary. I'm just kidding. And hip flexors are, you know, shortened. Um, I'm just kidding. I think they are your hip flexors, whether it be so as iliacus and or, you know, even working into those upper quadricepses. Um, there might only be one person getting pleasure out of that. And it ain't the person on the table. So um, I'm going to F it because pretty much your significant other probably said, oh, you're already done. Cool. Whatever. <laughs> or not significant other. <laughs> um, marry those glutes because hips and glutes don't lie. Um, there is so much work to be done. And so many avenues to go through. And there's big problems and little problems. And I think when you when you massage into these gluteuses, you're you're in for the long haul. You're in for the long haul. It's gonna take a lot more time. Pretty much just not that rectus and not <laughs> some of the live stream comments <laughs> are really good here. <laughs> we got Nate saying F that groin, kill that hip flexor, can't be cutting off that blood flow it's so close to the femoral artery. <laughs> Mary Dat Booty. Um Nate also says pretty much just that erectus, not erectus. <laughs> Nate. Kyle asked a pretty Good question. Not to spark a tangent, but how much of the hip flexor are you truly massaging? The psoas is super deep. I'll tell you what. I do it all the time. Constantly. I'm always in there. 
Um, dig and dig and dig. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this. Yes, on a lot of people. Anybody that tells me like I am not actually like getting to the psoas, I will show people that I am because I can feel it. What else am I feeling? The jejunum. <laughs> Who cares? Like, just because I'm, I'm still affecting that tissue if I can feel it underneath my hand. Okay. Now there's some people that you ain't getting to it, and you know, beer bellies be beer bellies. I'm gonna start with my F. I think I have to F the adductors. Um, it's, you love where they're located. You, there's a lot of reasons I'll F the adductors. It's the most um, titillating. Ooh. Like you have to be a little bit on edge, just a little bit. You have to be really like mm. know what you're doing. Mm. You have to know what you're doing because otherwise you're going to end up in a bad place. Got to be a pro. You can always bring in a lot of different toys. Oh, and by toys I mean massage tools. Mm-hmm. Right? There's toys. Yeah. I, in fact, the most I I feel like <clears throat> stick massages, Sticks. trigger point balls, balls. Um, any sort of you know what what are those things called? The prongy thingies, the plastic prongs. Looks like a I don't know. mouse pad gone yeah. wrong. I mean, all sorts of those things. Mm-hmm. 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 So if you need toys. I got a really stiff rod back here that you could use on some adductors. A foam roller. Mm-hmm. And then also there are a very, like you, you were saying, you, you can use movement, different movement patterns, Right. Super stiff rod, and in fact, it's if you literally need a stiff called. Rod, Kevin's got it. It's called the rad rod, rod. Come on YouTube and check out Kevin's stiff rod. Yes. Um. So, with the adductors, you can bring in a lot of toys. You can also bring in a lot of different positions, like movement patterns. Like, there's so many good ways of manual or movement that will help loosen up adductors. There are. Uh, I will marry the glutes. I think you make a good argument there. There are big problems, little problems. Um, mm. <sighs> with glutes, mm-hmm. so okay. With adductors, you can use your hands, you can use your forearms, you can use your elbows. With your glutes, how often are you? I'm using my elbow ninety percent of the time on a glute massage. Agree or disagree? Are you using your thumb? Trying to break your thumb off in someone's butt. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, like, I am digging so, my elbow in there and then internally, externally rotating, yeah. right? No, so, no, you are. I unfortunately in my in my line of work right now. Yeah. I'm not what'd you say, ninety? I I just threw out a number, yeah. but more uh, often pro- than not, it's probably ninety percent I'm using my elbow. I elbow deep I in was, the butt. When I was working with athletes and most of them Decent size athletes. Um, yes. Now sometimes I have five foot two, like hundred and ten pound little ladies. Still stick my elbow like, in their ass. <laughs> <laughs> I I just don't have to. I've also gotten really good at using my hands but not crushing my hands. Okay. But Are I using just, a knuckle knuckle it, deep in there? I've been knuckle deep a few times. <laughs> 
No, I mean, I've, I've legitimately kind of, I've learned how to do techniques. Um, where I'm not crushing my thumb. You have to pay extra for those. <laughs> no, the patients have to pay extra for they Kevin's do. special glue technique. Uh, so anyways, I think marrying that because it is the most amount of work. I've had some patients lately. They're just going, oh. And I'm like, man, if everybody's hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they knew where my thumb was. Whoa. So, yeah, you have to work the hardest at work, at work in a booty. Oh, you do. So mm-hmm. that's marriage. And then I'll kill... The hip flexor, because mm. massage, massage. I kind of agree with Kyle. You're not doing. A, you're going to do more stretch than actual massage. You might do some. Plus, that's also a little awkward. Like, you got to do the corner, like pull the underwear down just a little, but not too much. Let's let's get some towels in there. If you want, like to. you don't have to. It's just it's just more. It's just not. Very smooth, I think. I think you know, so I would I would kill that one because I I would I'd much rather just massage the other ones. I got a coarse idea. Yes, let's do it. Sensual <laughs> massage with Kevin and Chet. Um, I want to I want to do like a massage. Here here's some massage stuff for athletic trainers. I feel like athletic trainers like either are like I just why would I like massage is awkward for them because they just don't have to. Actual do massage. Um, I want to do that. I'm going to do that. Kevin be out here doing Kali. I don't know what that means. Yeah, Kali Maz. Yeah, what does that mean? I don't know. Kali Maz. I don't know the reference. I've been trying to figure it out. Indiana Jones reference. I know. It's an Indiana Jones reference. Dr. Jones. Doctor. Um, We'll have to look that up. I love it. I I definitely want to marry some booty, though. I mean glutes. Yeah, <laughs> so we're in agreement. You and I are well. We're both marrying booties, massaging the booty. Goods. Yeah. Um. All right. We were gonna do another feature topic, but this this episode's ah, grabbing the heart. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. yeah. That is me. We'll save oh, the marry f- that butt. Never gets old. <laughs> 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 it's used a lot and needs the attention regularly. Uh. I got this stupid heart thing that's in I'm my thinking. way. Oh, kill hip flexors. Way too personal for effing. Gotta respect that booty. Okay. I was just reading some comments. Yeah. Megan. Very good. All right. What's next? Uh, that's it. We're done. All done? I mean, we could do another feature topic if you want, or we can we save it for save next week. Let's save let's it. Save it. Yeah, let's save it. It's just good fodder for next time. You know, we uh, we teased it at the intro, but let's let's do it again. Thanks uh, again, the official sponsor of Candid Athletic Training Room, HealthyRoster.com. Make sure you uh, check them out if you are looking for a new EMR. Tell them that the Candid Athletic Training gentleman uh, is where you heard about them. Thanks again to Ed and Smart Tools Plus. 10% off using the code CANDID10. Obviously, you just heard uh, Ed talk quite a bit about their new version 4 of the Smart Cuffs. Um, super cool product. Highly recommend you check it out. And then also, we didn't mention them before, but thanks to Athletic Trainer Insurance Plus, discounted professional and personal liability insurance for Candid Athletic Training members. So, very fun. Uh, it's always nice to have people on to talk about I, Ed's doing some pretty cool things, so 
Yeah. Uh, pretty excited that we're working with them. I love I love the direction he might be going with some CEUs. Yeah, we, we need to follow up with them and see how we can help. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks, everybody. CandidAthleticTraining.com. CandidAthleticTraining at Gmail. Um, Candid underscore ATC. Talk to us. Leave us stuff. I don't know. Suggestions, all the above. So, love all you. Bye. Bye.